0: John Rappaport, No More Fake News. CNBC, 1, a total of 1,082,549 new coronavirus cases, in the U.S., were reported Monday, according to data compiled by Johns Hopkins University, as the highly infectious Omicron variant continues to spread throughout the country and beyond. The new daily tally brings the total number of cases confirmed in the U.S. since the start of the pandemic to 56,189,547. That's 56 million. As I reported yesterday, too, once you accept the existence of SARS CoV 2, you're completely stuck with this outcome everyone will become infected. There's no way to stop it. No treatment or intervention or restriction will stop it. The only thing that would stop the spread is the mass acquisition of natural immunity. That's it. There is no other overall solution. In an atmosphere of open discourse, with no fear of reprisal, any honest medical statistician would tell you that. With 56 million cases in nation of 330 million people, it's inevitable that everyone will become infected. But I also mentioned yesterday, and dozens of times over the past year, that infected and a case of COVID only requires a positive test. Nothing more. Symptoms are unnecessary. You can be perfectly healthy. You tested positive. You're a case. You're one of millions of people who are perfectly healthy and are told they're infected and their cases. This, of course, is absurd a sensitive enough test for, say, flu viruses, could prove half the country is composed of flu cases. Actually, it gets even worse, because the COVID test can be, and has been, rigged to produce a Niagara of false positives, since early 2020. You're perfectly healthy, you test positive, you're told you're an infected case, and the test result was a false positive. The overwhelming majority of people who are called infected in cases are perfectly healthy. They've merely tested positive. And worse the test was rigged to turn out cascades of false positive results. But a screaming headline about a million new cases in one day stirs up fear and justifies whatever fascist responses government officials want to impose. Which is the whole point of the exercise. I've been covering medical and public health issues since 1982, and I've never seen anything that vaguely approaches the current level of bullshit science. Furthermore, the current explosion of new cases is being blamed on the Omicron variant. As I've detailed, The COVID test isn't geared to detect that specific strain 3. To confirm the presence of Omicron, special genetic sequencing of a patient's test sample would have to be done. Ordinary labs aren't set up to do that sequencing. So instead, from a relatively few sequencings, a predictive computer model is built, and that model estimates how many Omicron cases there are. With this modeling, we're now into the very worst of fake science. I'm talking sophisticated nonsense that only professional grifters and con artists can turn out. I've saved the best for last. Here is one of my articles that explains why the virus, SARS-CoV-2, doesn't exist. Therefore, the various variants don't exist. Therefore, the test is detecting something that doesn't exist. Therefore, all the case numbers are rubbish. I've detailed, in the past, the reasons why people have been getting sick and dying. None of the reasons is SARS-CoV-2. Dr. Andrew Kaufman refutes isolation of SARS-CoV-2, He does step by step analysis of a typical claim of isolation, there is no proof that the virus exists. The global medical community has been asserting that a pandemic is being caused by a virus, SARS CoV 2. But what if the virus doesn't exist? Chemical. People have been asking me for a step by step analysis of a mainstream claim of virus isolation. Well, here it is. Isolation should mean the virus has been separated out from all surrounding material, so researchers can say, look, we have it. It exists. I took a typical passage from a published study, a methods section, in which researchers describe how they isolated the virus. I sent it to Dr. Andrew Kaufman, for and he provided his analysis in detail. I found several studies that used very similar language in explaining how SARS-CoV-2 was isolated. For example, "Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2 from Patient with Coronavirus Disease, United States, Emerging Infectious Diseases, Volume 26, Number 6." June 2020, 5. First, I want to provide a bit of background that will help the reader understand what is going on in the study. The researchers are creating a soup in the lab. This soup contains a number of compounds. The researchers assume, without evidence, that the virus is in this soup. At no time do they separate the purported virus from the surrounding material in the soup. Isolation of the virus is not occurring. They set about showing that the monkey, and or human cells, they put in the soup are dying this cell death, they claim, is being caused by the virus. However, as you'll see, Dr. Kaufman dismantles this claim. There is no reason to infer that SARS-CoV-2 is in the soup at all, or that it is killing cells. Finally, the researchers assert, with no proof or rational explanation, that they were able to discover the genetic sequence of the virus. Here are the study statements claiming isolation, alternated with Dr. Kaufman's analysis. Study, We used Vero CCL81 cells for isolation and initial passage, in the soup in the lab. Kaufman, Vero cells are foreign cells from the kidneys of monkeys and a source of contamination. Virus particles should be purified directly from clinical samples in order to prove the virus actually exists. Isolation means separation from everything else. So how can you separate slash isolate a virus when you add it to something else? Study, we cultured Vero E6, Vero CCL81, 7.0, 7.0, 70293 T, A549, and EFKB3 cells in Dulbeco minimal essential medium, DMEM, supplemented with heat inactivated fetal bovine serum, 5% or 10%. Kaufman, why use minimal essential media, which provides incomplete nutrition, to the cells? Fetal bovine serum is a source of foreign genetic material and extracellular vesicles, which are indistinguishable from viruses. Study, we used both NP and OP swab specimens for virus isolation. For isolation, limiting dilution, and passage 1 of the virus, we pipetted 50L of serum freed MAM into columns 2 to 12 of a 96 well tissue culture plate, then pipetted 100L of clinical specimens into column 1 and serially diluted two fold across the plate. Kaufman, once again, misuse of the word isolation. Study, we then trypsinized and resuspended Vero cells in BEM containing 10% fetal bovine serum. 2 times penicillin slash streptomycin, 2 times antibiotics slash antimicotics, and 2 times amphotericin be at a concentration of 2.5 times 105 cells per milliliter. Kaufman, trypsin is a pancreatic enzyme that digests proteins. Wouldn't that cause damage to the cells and particles in the culture which have proteins on their surfaces, including the so called spike protein? Kaufman, why are antibiotics added? Sterile technique is used for the culture. Bacteria may be easily filtered out of the clinical sample by commercially available filters, GIBCO 6. Finally, bacteria may be easily seen under the microscope and would be readily identified if they were contaminating the sample. The specific antibiotics used, streptomycin and amphotericin, aka amphoterrible, are toxic to the kidneys and we are using kidney cells in this experiment. Also note they are used at 2x concentration, which appears to be twice the normal amount these will certainly cause damage to the Vero cells. Study, we added, not isolated 100 L of cell suspension directly to the clinical specimen dilutions and mixed gently by pipetting. We then grew the inoculated cultures in a humidified 37 degrees Celsius incubator in an atmosphere of 5% CO2 and observed for cytopathic effects, CPEs, daily. We used standard plaque assays for SARS-CoV-2, which were based on SARS-CoV and Middle East Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus, MERS-CoV, protocols. Study, when CPEs were observed, we scraped cell monolayers with the back of a pipette tip. Kaufman, there was no negative control experiment described. Control experiments are required for a valid interpretation of the results. Without that, how can we know if it was the toxic soup of antibiotics, minimal nutrition, and dying tissue from a sick person which caused the cellular damage or a phantom virus? A proper control would consist of the same exact experiment except that the clinical specimen should come from a person with illness unrelated to COVID, such as cancer, since that would not contain a virus. Study We used 50L of viral lysate for total nucleic acid extraction for confirmatory testing and sequencing. We also used 50L of virus lysate to inoculate a well of a 90% confluent 24 well plate. Kaufman, how do you confirm something that was never previously shown to exist? What did you compare the genetic sequences to? How do you know the origin of the genetic material since it came from a cell culture containing material from humans and all their microflora, fetal cows, and monkeys? End of steady quotes and Kaufman analysis. My comments Dr. Kaufman does several things here. He shows that isolation, in any meaningful sense of the word isolation, is not occurring. Dr. Kaufman also shows that the researchers want to use damage to the cells and cell death as proof that the virus is in the soup they are creating. In other words, the researchers are assuming that if the cells are dying, it must be the virus that is doing the killing. But Dr. Kaufman shows there are obvious other reasons for cell damage and death that have nothing to do with the virus. Therefore, no proof exists that the virus is in the soup or exists at all. And finally, Dr. Kaufman explains that the claim of genetic sequencing of the virus is absurd, because there is no proof that the virus is present. How do you sequence something when you haven't shown it exists? Readers who are unfamiliar with my work, over 300 articles on the subject of the pandemic during the past year, 7, will ask, then why are people dying? What about the huge number of cases and deaths? I have answered these and other questions in great detail. The subject of this article is, have researchers proved SARS-CoV-2 exists? The answer is no. Dash. Sources. 1. https colon slash slash www.cnbc.com slash 2022 slash 01 slash 04 slash us counts over 1 million new daily covid cases in global record. html. 2. blognomorefakenewscom slash 2022 slash 01 slash 04 slash covid everybody will be infected no exception stop pretending otherwise slash 3 blog.nomorefakenews.com slash 2021 slash 09 slash 06 slash do you have the delta variant it's illegal for you to know slash 4 https colon slash 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 5 https colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash slash article slash 26 slash 6 slash 220516 underscore article 6 https colon slash slash dot com slash slash and slash home.html seven https colon slash slash blog no more fake news slash category slash covet slash this article republished with permission originally appeared here copyright john Rappaport. all rights reserved the author of three explosive collections the matrix revealed exit from the matrix and power outside the matrix John Rappaport was a candidate for a U.S. congressional seat in the 29th District of California. Nominated for a Pulitzer Prize, he has worked as an investigative reporter for 30 years, writing articles on politics, medicine and health for CBS Health Watch, LA Weekly, Spin Magazine, Stern, and other newspapers and magazines in the U.S. and Europe. John has delivered lectures and seminars on global politics, health, logic and creative power to audiences around the world. You can sign up for his free emails here. To read about John's mega collection, exit from the matrix, click here.